it's funny, the one about sleeping. Yes, sure, sure, <laughs> yeah, sure. All right, I'm ready. Do you believe in life after love? Oh, that's fun. Hello, welcome to Respectfully Podcast, an insomnia-based mani- manic <laughs> An insomnia-based podcast. <laughs> I'm Andrea Allen. I'm Lizzie Cassidy. And joining us to get today, hilarious comedian, great friend, uh, clap at home for Jaffer Khan, everybody. Oh, thanks, guys. Thanks, thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. Hello. Thanks for being here. Glad to be here with the three of y'all, Lizzie, Andrea, and Andrea's Parasite. <laughs> it's actually probably like the 200 of us. I think they're little and there's a lot of them. 10 million. Yeah. Um, yeah which uh, hot, t- hot breaking news. I might have given Lizzie my parasite. Yeah. So. I, I mean, I just said I don't want to talk about my poops on the podcast, but I guess we can. <laughs> yeah. That's what true yeah. friends do. Thanks. It's beautiful. Yeah. Not yeah. I've poops, been <laughs> actually, <laughs> can you imagine the parasite makes your poops beautiful? <laughs> my poops are glitter and flowers now. So that's interesting. It's a rainbow. My Would you poops go? were too beautiful. I had to go to the doctor. <laughs> Would you go to the doctor if your poops were beautiful? Yes. <laughs> If you were pooping like beautiful marble poops, yeah, they came out in spheres. Yeah, like, oh my god, that'd be amazing. Beautiful <laughs> orbs, beautiful orbs of poop. Oh, let's. One can only hope that that we've been having a lot of like sleep issues, stomach issues. Yeah. But we've been really going through it lately. And the other day, you texted me the most the most hilarious thing. You were trying to say, like, do you ever fall asleep and then immediately wake up? Yes. But you texted me, do you ever fall asleep and then wake up? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's like the goal of fall. Like, that's that's the best case scenario. <laughs> I was texting you back, like, yeah, you ever drink water and then pee? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think it's f- so funny. <laughs> I was really up. Op- Yesterday I was doing crowd work um, at a show, which was just a bar with a wireless mic, which it's been a while since yeah. I've done one of those right. where you're yeah. so vague wandering around a bar and yeah. people are like is this harassment yes. or it's like it's like showtime on the subway but yes. stand up comedy at a bar yeah it's, but it's yeah. your dream yeah. <laughs> and people yeah. are just trying to drink and you're like ruining their nice night and I was doing crowd work on two people who I assume were a couple and I was like are you a couple and they said no and I said are you guys brothers <laughs> was it a man and a woman yes oh Andrew. boy Andrew. Oh that's God. okay the other day someone that's said rough. these two women said we're sisters and I said how long have you been sisters <laughs> we're all doing yeah. really good we're Y'all really professional just we, were, it in. we were not late today we're not both wearing hoodies we're doing really well yeah. we're professionals I understand like going on autopilot doing your material but yeah. if you're doing crowd work, you should listen to the response that you get back. No, I listened. I'm just a stupid. Pr- How long have you been sisters? God damn, dude. That's crazy. The lady yeah. just said, yes, we're brothers. And then everyone started laughing. I was like, that's a laugh. The lady I you asked. did it. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. The lady I asked said, are you asking me how old I am? And I was like, I guess I am. Yeah. I guess that is what I just asked. I got to it. I got to the punchline. Yeah. yeah. So what if the audience so did Look, I wish me? there were more people here. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I wish there was more interesting sorry people to talk that to. this is it. I'll just pan it like, say I'm doing performance art, like unhinged person asking, you know. Yeah, that's the fun thing about doing something badly you can always be like that was on purpose yeah you guys you guys didn't get it you really can't understand what i'm up to these yeah. days thank god alt comedy was invented so we can all just be bad at it and be like i was trying to be alt and i failed yeah there's layers <laughs> ever heard of layers yeah I, i'm sorry I, I love telling jokes about like come and piss and then being like i guess i was too smart for them yeah. <laughs> sorry i'm breaking the fourth wall <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry i'm being meta as i harass a group of people just trying to have a nice night on yeah a fucking wednesday or whatever that was well speaking of terrible content we have to talk about this video that i sent you yes and mike also posted it so i know you've seen this mike yeah 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 uh it's a video that this woman on tiktok and instagram made where it's just a video of her and her husband swaying together yes this one i reposted a remix of it yeah 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 they're just holding each other and swaying like Ew. so. And the caption says, POV, you don't find them initially attractive, but decide to push past your superficial type <laughs> and end up totally in love. Uh, <laughs> can you imagine? 
imagine your no. partner posting a video being like, I thought you were a dog-faced pig when I met you, but then I realized there weren't any better options. Yeah. <laughs> and then it goes viral. Yeah, not just posting viral. it. Not yeah. just posting it to friends and family, which is bad enough. Yeah. But then it goes viral. And yeah. when we all saw it in this room, who are these people? We don't know. We don't just know. Just the viral asshole who his, his wife thinks that he's ugly. Yeah. Sucks. It's crazy. And you know, she probably, you know, they took the video of them swaying. She probably posted multiple versions of that with different captions, yes. you know? Yeah, and yeah, that yeah. was the one that stuck. Yeah. Just like, he's ugly. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like... I want to like free him from her. I'm like, there's a woman. He's also not an ugly guy. Yeah. Wait, yeah. can he's I? He's a regular looking I, guy. I, I haven't looked closely at what he looks like. And so in the comments, she's defending herself, saying like, when they met, he had like blue hair and a nose ring, and that's like not her type. And now he's wearing a button down shirt, and it's like, oh, so you fixed you fixed him? It's gross. And took away all of his personal style, and Get now you're divorce, okay dude. with him. This content house is not a home. <laughs> I'm, getting a, I'm getting a divorce. This guy's in prison. Yeah, this guy is, I mean, it's crazy that it's like hard for nice women to find a husband. Yeah. And then this lady is just calling her husband an ugly bitch online <laughs> and he's staying with her. That makes me so upset. I mean, there was a, a long time ago when I was working in fashion, there was a woman who had a terrible personality. One of the worst, most rancid people I've ever met in my life. Mm. And she had the book. It's already good. I'm already enjoying this. <laughs> she had the book. Do you guys remember Why Men Love Bitches? No. Oh, I remember. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, was, there was a book that was basically like, you just have to be a huge, insanely cunty person to your Damn. partner. And he won't have the strength to leave. And I do think, I have thought about this a lot. And I do think the reason why a lot of men like this type of abuse is that they're like, they don't know what's going to happen. They're like addicted to the excitement of yeah. how mean this person is. I guess. Or they're just being abused. Yeah. Classically hard to break up. Yeah. With, uh, a person is abusing you. Yeah. yeah. I also think if you're talking about regular bitchiness and not abuse, I think some men like it because a lot of men hate anything that can be perceived as desperation. Yeah. And I feel like bitchiness is the opposite of that. Yeah. Like if you're, if you're being like, oh my God, I love you. You're so cute. Like, me, 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 me. Like then a guy's like, ew, she wants me too bad. Yeah. But if you're like, shut up. Don't fucking talk to me like that. They're like, hello. Shut yeah. up. I'm going to tell the internet. Yeah. What do you mean? This girl has a brain? <laughs> well, they're fighting to feel that baseline level of security you're supposed to feel in a relationship. Right. And yeah. if you're like constantly having to strive for that, then you're going to want to stay in and like try to get to that goal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Just having it. It's like yeah. recreating the chase kind of yeah, all it is. the time. It is. Yeah. 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 But there's also like uh, going back to this video, there's like a general problem with people who like decide they want to be content creators, but they're just regular people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then all they do is put their friends and family on blast big time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's all like, I see these videos all the time of women being like, so I had a conversation with my with my husband about weaponized incompetence. Uh -huh. And it's like, is he seeing this? Does he know that you're airing out his shit That's like this? That's insane. Because yeah. it's such the opposite. Like, literally, like, me and Kelly were, like, trying to figure out, like, what things I could bring to talk about on this podcast. Yeah. Everything I thought of, I was like, no, I can't do that because that person will see this. Yeah, and then I don't want to deal with that. I don't want them to know, so I got to think of something else, you know. Yeah, uh, but totally. then there's people out there that are just like you know thoughtlessly mining all the relationships. Uh, I know around them for their little. Uh, uh, not me. Just... That's not. That's not me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> but I think it's different. What we do is different than just like filming your husband not knowing how to do the dishes and being like, "What an asshole!" <laughs> yeah. What an ugly piece of shit <laughs> that I love. And I don't want to. I don't want to like bash women specifically here, but I do see women doing it more. Like I don't see a lot of men going online and being like, men do it more like in their art. Like men are like, I yes. hate my bitch wife. Yeah. But online, a lot of women are like, my husband is a moron. Yeah. yeah. I it. I mean, I think maybe it is also trying to take back a modicum of power. Oh, totally. Yeah. In your shitty life. No, it's also just embarrassing for guys to be influencers. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you see men that are influencers, unless they're like professional athletes or like movie stars or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's like one specific way a guy can be a get ready with me guy. 
And if it's not that way, it's the cringiest thing in the yeah. world. Awesome. You have to be gay, I think. Or you or have that. to be yeah. or you have to be so good at getting dressed. Yeah. yeah. You have to be the best in the world at getting yeah. dressed. Yeah. Like there are some guys who pull off such cool outfits that you're like, this actually is cool. And it's and other men can learn from this how to dress. Yeah. But then there are other guys who are putting on like a regular shirt and you're like, why did you film th- this? This is know. crazy. You set up a tripod for this. <laughs> yeah. That's so insane. God, this uh, woman set up a tripod to sway with her husband. And then just fucking <laughs> brutally roast him on the internet. <laughs> God damn, dude, that's crazy. This is so insane. What a crazy thing to say. I know, I know. Well, I um, when I announced that my engagement on the internet, I'm so cognizant of the cringe factor of like putting your significant other because my significant other is not a public person and really like it gets embarrassed by affection. Um, he's very particular, like in public, he's very particular about being vulnerable seeming and so sometimes at night when he's asleep and I'm awake I'll take pictures of him sleeping when he looks like when he's like drooling yeah for my that's own, nice of you for my own personal oh my files <laughs> so and there's a particular picture so you're saying you got a TikTok account that you're setting up right <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah I just have so a you can just backlog. put him on blast um of him just in his most vulnerable position but there's one picture that I took where I'm like shirtless so I like censored out my boobs. Hey, when girls do it, it's topless. Right. Oh, <laughs> thank you. You know when you sleep and you wake up? Yeah. yeah. Um, I took off my wife, Peter, and I was sitting you there. When you sleep and you wake <laughs> up? It's fucking crazy. So I was, I was topless uh, to put me in a gender box over hey. there. Um, and I took a selfie of, of him like sleeping, drooling next to me, censored out my titties, and then just wrote, I'm marrying this guy. I mean, That's I ran, nice. I ran it past him, and he was like, sure, have fun. Yeah. <laughs> just whatever yeah. you want to do. I think do. that's fun. There's also like the specific brand of people who go on TikTok and like have forgotten that you can have secrets that you only tell your friends. Yeah. And they'll go on TikTok and be like, uh, my husband went to a bachelorette party and he hasn't texted me back in six hours. Should I say something? Like, what do you guys think? And it's like, is he not going to see this yeah. one day? This is yeah. like, like I saw a woman doing that and she kept posting updates of how long it had been since her husband texted her back. And all the comments were like, leave him. And it's like, do you have like a secret personal account? Like, how do you pull this off? Yeah. If I did that, anybody I ever dated would be like, Hey, this is bonkers behavior. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like Mike said, it's going viral. This it, is crazy. Mm-hmm. Joffrey, do you ever post stuff about your relationship on the internet? No. Beyond, yeah, no, yeah, no, no, no. yeah, I'm, yeah. I, I feel like wouldn't. you'll do like a happy birthday, but that's it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially because like you know, Kelly is also a comedian, right? Uh, I think that adds a factor to it. But it, it yeah, generally, no. I don't like. Uh, it feels not not like a betrayal, but it feels like I'm stealing something. Uh, from them, unless we talk about it. Yeah. But beyond that, you know, I don't really talk about relationship stuff on the internet. I'm talking about, like, you know, whatever. Yeah, your yeah. internet brand is different <laughs> than this, this crazy lady. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's what like would you guys- Israel, Afghanistan, and my girlfriend has a <laughs> <laughs> What right. would you guys do if your significant other posted that video? Uh, uh, would you leave? Yeah. I think I would... I mean, if they didn't take it down immediately, I think I would have to leave or I'd have to like run an Internet campaign to make everyone think it was a joke. Yeah. yeah. I mean, good luck. Yeah, I know. That's like the most offensive thing <laughs> yeah. in the world. That's what every woman whose boyfriend is mean to her does. You're like, he's joking. He just yeah. has a different sense of humor than you guys. You're just holding him by the scruff of his neck, just being <laughs> yeah. like, tell everybody the funny joke that you did about how I'm an ugly pig whore. <laughs> yeah. But what, the fact that it's gone to that point, like that video was is was the symptom of like something like clearly that uh, yeah. for a long time has not been good. Right. Of some weird like bullying type um, yeah. of relationship. There's a part of me that almost admires women that constantly bully their, their <laughs> husband just because like I've been in so many relationships where I'm like, OK, I have to do everything right or he's going to leave. And yeah. then there are these women being like, fuck you, do the dishes. I posted a video. I hate you. And you're like, how do you how are you getting away with this? Yeah. They yeah. must give crazy head. It's yeah. I mean, it's like reality TV. We yeah. just watch reality TV. We have plenty of friends. Sorry, I'm going to mine our friends for personal <laughs> content <laughs> here. Not plenty. I think we 
have unhinged people in our sphere because oh, yeah. we are in comedy. Yeah. And my greatest joy in life is when our unhinged people, yeah. I see a little green symbol around their Instagram icon and I'm like, we got a close friends story. Yeah, this is gonna be big, <laughs> yeah. I love when it's a whole like two paragraphs about them being personally slighted. Oh, <laughs> let's go. Get into it. I love it. Yeah. I really, one of my biggest losses of the last few years is one of the craziest yeah. people I've ever met in my life uh, decided that I slighted them and took me off their close friends I was also stories. removed from it by association. And we <laughs> we used to like, we used to send them to each other every day. Yeah. <laughs> so it, she made a smart choice. No, she was, well, yeah, but. <laughs> well, y- yeah. She didn't know we were sending them to each other. Sure. There were some of them that honestly, I was saying this um, to Lizzie, it's like, you know when a when a lion sees prey, like the videos where like uh, there's a deer and then there's a lion in the grass mm-hmm. and it like hunches its back <laughs> and then its teeth come out yeah. and it's starting to do like a little dance, yeah. getting yeah. excited. When you see that green circle, <laughs> you are that You're lion. You're like, yeah. <laughs> You're getting bricked up. Oh. Bricked up for the crazy, dude. Oh. Yeah. There's, yeah, sorry, go ahead. I like, like, uh, so many of the, when I see the, the green circle, it's like, you know, I'm not close friends with this person, right, yes. yeah. but they are sharing close friends stuff. So it's like, I think like the fact that it's called close friends, like subconsciously makes people like, uh, truly share close friend shit yeah. with their, this, which is just a list of yeah. like 20 people, people yeah. you know? And I think that term like, uh, does something. I also think there's it's a false sense of security. I, yeah. I think like specifically TikTok, when TikTok came out, I remember feeling like it was kind of anonymous because a lot of the people who follow you aren't people you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can kind of say anything. And there are people who are posting wild secrets. Like I wasn't, we didn't talk about this before, but I just remembered this. I saw a video once of a woman. It was just like her like lip syncing to a song. It was some trend. And then the text was a story about a time where she got so angry at her coworker that she shit her pants. <laughs> and then pulled her pants down and screamed at him, look what you made me do. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can you imagine posting that on the fucking internet in front of God and everybody? I That's, love it. Look what you made me do is the craziest thing <laughs> I've ever heard in my fucking <laughs> life. Showing a guy your underwear full of shit yeah. and being like, "This is I learned this from you. <laughs> That's so fucking crazy. How dare you? <laughs> I feel like... The internet has both like opened up the possibilities about sharing about genocide and also opened up the possibilities of people being this crazy and us seeing it like right out in the in the daylight. Yeah. And like as a sober one of the kind of worst parts of my personality is I love being a judgy shitty bitch. Yeah. And I'm also sober so I can't like ruin my own life. I mean I find ways to ruin my own life but mm-hmm. these people who are publicly <laughs> ruining, thank you Mike, uh, these people who are publicly ruining their lives and I get to see it like a slow motion car crash. It's my joy. Yeah. 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 Like you, That did sound evil when you it said sad. it but I know it what you sad. mean. Yeah. Because you do feel bad. It's it's like uh, it's like world star hip hop videos yes. like yeah. back yes. in the day. Like, um, you know, I remember like I used to just like unabashedly love these videos. But yeah, then like yeah. as I got older and I got like I was I started just being like, oh wow, like you know, America has abandoned this community and yeah, this, yeah, they really yeah. need help. And this is just sad and tragic and this Denny's shouldn't be like this or whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. But you still, you get that. And I feel like that, like so many people like tragically are going through mental spirals, but because we're all on our phones, they're like, documenting it yes. for the whole world to see yeah. and people are consuming it. Yeah, the Denny's the to World Star arc. pipeline is so w- real. Yes. I mean, yeah. also, to be clear, I when it's someone who is a sympathetic character who I like, I'm like, someone stop them from doing <laughs> yeah. this. Yeah. When like, it's someone you personally like, you do feel bad. I do feel yeah. bad. But when it's someone I dislike who's like not a sympathetic character and a mean person, I'm like, this is Christmas. Yes. For yeah. Me. yeah, totally. This is Christmas. For, for your full awfulness to be on display... It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And you can also, it's almost like a murder mystery. Like a lot of the times one of these people will act up and then you'll be like, I wonder what precipitated this. And then you're like having like boards with pieces of string. Yeah. Andrea and I are like sending each other like her ex-boyfriend's Instagram account being like, he hasn't posted her in a while. Maybe they broke up. Like we're doing like the string with the bulletin board and being like, how did this come to be? 
Yeah, well, it's truly reality TV. Yeah. You know, we love reality TV, and this is... And now now we're in this age where, like, you know, we're not really watching it. Like, this is all of our TVs now. Yeah. And every single person... And it also also is a TV studio. Yeah. You know? So every person now has this two-way relationship uh, with entertainment consumption. And uh, so I guess, yeah, it makes for great reality TV. Yeah. The time I feel bad is when it's someone who's like in high school. Yeah. And I'm like, you're going to regret this. I've commented on like young girls TikToks and been like, delete this. Yeah. Like I've seen like young girls post about like something slutty they did and they're like 17. Yeah. And I'll just comment and be like, you should delete this. You're going to hate that you posted this. Yeah. Yeah. There's a few Facebook albums that I posted in my team. Yeah, me too. I'm just hammered in all of them, like (laughs) lying on the ground and crying. And I'm like, that, that. Yeah. I'm just like on drugs and somebody opened a laptop with the photo booth feature. And then we decided to put all of those on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Joffrey, you you are like very political online, and you've got a lot of attention for that type of content. Do people like DM you? Like, what's the reaction that you get? Because yours is not personal, but like, I assume it would be considered like inflammatory. Big quotes. Um, I mean, I don't really. Yeah, I mean, I'll get it, but it's just like strangers. Yeah. So yeah. I don't really. One thing that was like kind of funny, like recently with like everything happening, like in Palestine and stuff, like people are speaking up about it and then they're getting all this backlash from like yeah. people who are angry at them. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, oh, Joffrey, you must be getting so much. And I'm like, actually, no, because like I kind of filtered those people out like yeah, a like long time ago. You've always been this guy. So they just know I've, they don't want to yes, follow you. I've yeah. always been. So I, I ironically have had like less of like a dramatic time right. doing it. Like, no, like, backlash from friends or anything yeah so. yeah because people you've always been so clear about how you feel that people already know what you're gonna kind, yeah. not kind of what you're gonna so say so i'm posting all the crazy shit i'm like oh now i can say this like this shit that i wanted to say before right that, now yeah. i can say that and then i have other friends who are just like hey maybe stop bombing them and then yeah. they have like and now my my cousin won't talk to me and i have to like um you know, because they... Yeah, I'm, like, sharing a, a protest location, and people are telling me I have worms for brains. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, right, because I'm a white lady, so you thought I agreed with you. Yeah. It you is know? shocking the amount that people are getting, like, fired. Maybe not even shocking, which I've, t- I've talked to you about it, but I feel like I have been woefully ignorant up to this point. Or maybe, like, I don't know. I don't know where to place myself, but I certainly knew much less about this until the recent events. And I, I'm just, like... Just being like, I don't think children should be murdered in yeah. mass, and people are fucking flipping out yeah, about that. Yeah, mad at that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. People are getting fired it's, from it's movies. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, that's the other thing we wanted to talk about. This is our our next respectfully segment. Mm-hmm. Respectfully, stop. I think in general, unless it's really blatant, stop calling people out for virtue signaling. God. Yeah. I think that's so fucking annoying. Someone's just posting online or saying out loud that they care about something bad that's happening and you're going to like call them cringe for yeah. it. Yeah. That's such a baby way of reacting to something. And especially if that's like your only reaction. Like these are people right. who, you know, we're uh, seeing all these like horrific clips on our phones and it's mm-hmm. like affecting people in like a way that's such a logical way that Human it response. would uh, affect you. And then there's people who are not saying anything about it unless it's to be like, uh, what are you being an attention whore right now? Because yeah. like, um, yeah. Yeah, or like they're policing the way that people post about it. Like I was talking to some comedians and they were like, you can share information about it, but you shouldn't share your own opinion. And it's like, I don't know, man, whatever. Yeah, like, why shut are, up. Like, it's yeah. like, why, it's yeah. weirder that you're paying attention to who's yes. writing their own opinion versus sharing it. Like, yeah. why do you? why are you so fucking upset about the fact I think that it, I care? I, I think it's they're insecure. They, they want to be able to happily do nothing. Yes. Right. And so yes. and be comfortable doing nothing. Yeah. And so they look at it as a threat when they see so many people, it's becoming normal to speak out against yeah. it. Yeah. Then they see that as a threat to themselves. So then they yeah. have to uh Yeah, it's a very uh, like lash out with their guilt. Yeah, it's and an yeah, excuse. Then, it's an excuse to just sit there and do nothing. Yes. And they even mask though you, it. Even though you have all the right ideas, you know. Yeah. Well, we've talked about this. Um, There's like a specific type of person who is in liberal or progressive circles who is like, well, obviously everyone knows that I'm not racist, xenophobic, misogynist, all these things. Like they're like, everyone knows I'm on this side because I associate with these people or I 
wear this thing or whatever it may be. And it's like people actually don't know. And you can't just be like everyone knows I'm a good guy. So me existing as a good guy should be enough. And it's like people don't know. Yeah, Yeah. people have no idea. Especially when it comes to bombs falling. Like bombs falling, liberals and Democrats love bombs falling. So actually no one is assuming – that you know you because you voted for Joe Biden, yeah, the guy who loves right now right. these bombs falling. So yeah, that doesn't automatically make you on the right side of history. Well, there's also like I was talking to someone about this, and I was kind of getting on their case, and I do feel like white women in particular get uh, sort of like attacked a lot on this subject because white women tend to center the narrative around themselves, which is absolutely a thing. I'm not saying that's not true. It's very true. Um, So you kind of tiptoe around the fact that you're like, I'm really sad that I'm seeing all my friends like horribly affected online. And then someone will be like, oh, white woman making this about you. It's like, I'm just saying my experience that I think this is sad. I'm also doing other things behind the scene, but I'm not sharing these things with anyone because I'm trying to do the opposite of virtue. So like, I feel like I'm in this box where it's like, I want to share that I'm doing things and share resources with people, but I don't want somehow to be like a try hard almost. Like you it's just very, gotta like, yeah. be like completely, pet. Yeah. completely fuck those people. Yeah, like, yeah. Don't even like think about the reality that the kids in Gaza are in right now. And like, the conversation that we're having right now about these people, all these like comedians on Twitter who are yeah. like trying to like, right. that is like so miles away yeah. from anything that's like, so yeah, I think you just like completely dismiss those people. They're going to be selfish, self-serving, yeah. and they uh, are feeling, you know, threatened that, oh, my uh like the 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 whole lifestyle of being selfish and self-serving yes. is is under attack right now yes. because these people are saying something yeah. yeah yeah it's like if if i'm going to post about something like what's happening in gaza and you're going to call me cringy for it that's fine yes i'm yeah. ha- i'm i'll ha- if that's cringe to you i'll happily be cringe that's such yeah. a fucking crazy thing for yeah. that to be your reaction yeah. that that actually means nothing to me. Yeah. And the fact that they'll be like, oh, a post, what's a post going to do? That They'll always say that, yes. right? What's yeah. a post going to do? Like says the person who is completely addicted to their phone, yes. is right. constantly on their phone, gets all their information and thoughts and entertainment and yeah, research on from this thing. Culture, yeah. So yeah, if you're contributing to it, if you are like affecting other people's thing of it, you know that does make a difference because it's like our entire lives are on these fucking yes. phones. So of course, also a, a thing that a post is going to do is like show you who people fucking are. Yeah, because yeah. people who are saying that, then you know who that guy is. I had someone come up to me at a show and be like, "Hey, you're posting a lot of stuff about Palestine, but don't worry, I don't let my politics affect my friendships." <laughs> and I was like, "Well." I do. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's a crazy way for you to enter a conversation with me. Yeah, it because is. you clearly just did. Yeah. yeah. And also, like, if you're saying, uh, I'm not mad at you because you're upset about genocide, why would you yeah. be mad at me <laughs> yeah. for that? Right. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. There's- yeah. Here's a, oh, good. Now we can go out to dinner. <laughs> Great. <Yeah>. I love <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's also like, I was talking to one of these virtue signal accusers, and I was like, well, they're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I can't go to the protests because I I have I'm living here as an immigrant and literally it's so fucked up right now that my lawyer was like don't go out because you could get arrested which is insane so like I donate money behind the scenes and this person had the balls to be like how much money and I'm like yeah. you need to know how more money than you have put yeah. like yeah what am I being policed by you for yeah. this is crazy that you're like did you donate enough money yeah also you get to decide whether or not i'm an actual good person or a poser yeah what also we know a poser when we see one yeah Yeah. that's the thing it's like i would like to think that the people i associate with are intelligent enough to sniff out a poser it's quite obvious and like to your point i don't care if, if some cringe lord on twitter thinks i'm a po that's fine yeah you're yeah. a loser um there was a comedian during the the BLM protests during covid who was like to think you're to worry about feeling like a loser or to be politically active during a like gigantic part of our history 
to make the choice to not be active because you're worried about looking like a dork is the stupidest. It's the stupidest thing yeah. that I could ever Well, imagine. it's like all, all the tweets and stuff that people are saying, which I agree with. It's like, uh, yeah, you now know what you would be doing like yes. if there was a genocide going on, which for you, it's it's you would do nothing. And you would, instead of letting that guilt uh, affect you in the right direction, yeah. you're letting it instead uh, make you lash out at people who are doing yeah. just, you know, anything. Right. Um, I had, similarly, I had a conversation with someone who, and, like, they brought it up. Like, they, I'm out here just trying to do a show, trying to keep it together, trying to, like, do because you know we all it's it is absurd and that's another feeling like oh it feels absurd to go about your normal yes, days but yeah. we have our normal days yeah. we need to go about we have our responsibilities and stuff but this guy brought it up like oh you're, you're doing all this i see you're here at the show and i'm like okay like what because he was like if you really uh if you really cared about this you'd be out of protest right now why what? and this is a guy who's doing nothing you know right. so this is just him projecting that insecurity onto me and yeah, instead of yeah and i didn't i didn't even really argue with them about it because it's like i don't care like you're so low like on the me because like, he's doing nothing i'm actually high on his priority list i'm like somehow right. yeah yeah making him feel insecure you're more vulnerable to attack from these types of yeah, people. yeah but him i don't get i couldn't care less about this guy i just kind of pity him but yeah, it is interesting to see the way people are kind of dealing, struggling with uh, their guilt for well, not doing anything. I think you, we were talking about this the other day, sort of like a similar topic, not Gaza specifically, but like being a politically active or minded person. Um, and there's a lot of people who benefit from the work that politically active people do that create, mm -hmm. like New York is a liberal bastion in a lot of ways in terms of having, you know, sharing ideas. Women's rights are better here than a lot of the states in, you, you can, know. You can be openly gay or trans here for the most, like in almost every neighborhood. You can yeah. walk around being who you are. Yeah. And so those, that world that you have been allowed on the, the work of the people who have pushed for that, mm -hmm. you get to enjoy the benefits of this sort of much more free society, but you won't do anything to defend it. Yeah, you yeah. you get to live in New York and go to a sex party. Yes. But yeah. you don't do any of the work to talk about why there are people with like like outside there are people who can think outside of like religious constraint or whatever like you you're not doing anything to contribute to it but you are like you're saying you're like well I can be a fucking sex freak weirdo but yeah. I'm not yeah. going to talk about anything bad that's going on and it's like that sucks that's so lame it's like yeah. people who who have sex with like trans people or who get involved romantically with trans people but don't say a fucking thing about like they about can, trans rights yeah, yeah yeah and it's like oh great you can you can be fluid in your sexuality but you don't care about this person's rights cuz they're more of a sex object or people who fuck women but don't talk about abortion rights. Yes. Yeah. You can dump your cum in a lady, but you can't talk about what's going to happen to her if she has a baby from it. Yeah. Fuck you. Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. And and to the point of like, oh, what is posting going to do about it type thing where they're like, nothing changes anything. And I see this a lot from older people. And I do understand from their quote unquote perspective is that we've been mired in this sort of ongoing conflict but there's they're not making the connection that like there is one force that is benefiting from this conflict that has never been affected in any serious way like they don't really make that connection but they're like nothing nothing's going to change anything and it's like you were saying this the other day like things are changing but in the opposite direction like we see fascism or yeah. or right leaning uh I mean abortion politics. is like a great example yeah that. like they're like nothing's going to change and it's like things that we thought would never happen Roe v Wade is way to something I never thought would change it happened so yeah. Yeah. these things actually are happening right in front of your fucking face yeah. and you're doing nothing about yeah. it yeah. that's the thing they're doing like the only time I'll accept someone being like Oh, what's a post gonna do? Is someone who's saying that while they're like chained to a boat, yes, that's shipping a totally weapons different guy. to Israel? Yeah. Yeah. Like, 
the people who say the only people who make fun of people posting are the people who are doing nothing. Yeah, doing that, absolutely nothing. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. The guy chained to a boat isn't yelling about the fact that you're posting. Yeah, yeah. he's fucking. He's busy. busy. Yeah. He's busy. Yeah. He doesn't have his phone yeah. in his hand. He's chained to a fucking he's a, boat. He's got a shit. He's trying to figure out where, how is he gonna shit. He's oh my god, I never thought about that. Can oh. you imagine having to take a shit in that situation? Yeah. Jesus was, Christ. Can you imagine having your period in a genocide? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Being yeah. like, God damn it! Yeah, yeah. I, if I if I'm already, if I have a cold and I get my period, I'm like nobody's ever had it worse than me. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, let's let's take a quick break and then we'll uh, we'll get to our next respectfully segment. Yeah. Uh, see you on the other side, comrades. Born in the USA. <laughs> Welcome back to Respectfully Podcast. Wow. Where we own guns and we love God. Yeah, Damn. that's our deal. Uh, multi-talented Andrea. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I operate on all platforms and every perspective, so you don't know how I actually feel. That's amazing. Um, yeah, she's a triple threat. She can do comedy, sing, and she has a gun. <laughs> <laughs> there is I got pushed so far I don't know if you guys got to this uh, point during the pandemic in the last few years yep. but I, def I did I definitely <laughs> was like arm the left like I never in my life have thought like wanted I'm I'm very gun control slash like I don't even I'm very uncomfortable around guns I, I think like hunters should have them and that's kind of it um, but I was like do I need a fucking gun yeah yeah well i felt that way during the pandemic because i thought the world was gonna end and i was like if we go full apocalypse i want to kill myself yeah yeah like i don't want to i don't want to have to like scavenge for cans of beans i want to kill myself and my friends can eat my body yeah if you haven't considered getting a gun the last two years you haven't been paying attention <laughs> <laughs> if you're not a lib who's actively trying to get a gun <laughs> what you, are you doing if you don't have a gun you might be a damn lib <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you might be a demlib is fun. Yeah. Let's write that down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a TikTok or a sketch or something. If you out think there. Joe Biden is gonna save us, yeah. <laughs> you might be. You a might be a demlib. Dem I love libtard. Like that is such <laughs> a funny word. Like you know, obviously it's bad. I won't. But like the fact that that exists, that they came up with that. Yeah. I'm like more power to them. You thought yeah. of a good one. Yeah, it is easy. It's easier to be funny when you're not worried about what everybody yeah. thinks about yeah. you all the time. Yeah. It's just such a stupid term. I know, that it's crazy. They took lib, they took, we know what they took the other yeah. half from. They <laughs> put it together. Go ahead and say it now. <laughs> and, you know, libtards hate that term. So yeah, it's like great. Perfect. Good for y'all. Y'all yeah. came up with a good one. Sometimes yeah. they come up with really good, sometimes the right does something that's so funny. And yeah, I mean, Trump. Trump does funny shit yeah. all the time. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, God damn it, this is why people like you. The way, like, yeah. when Trump debated Hillary, the way he was, like, stalking her while she was <laughs> talking was, like, scary and hilarious. Like, yeah. if, if there's so many things that are, like, if you are if you were funny, this would be funny. Yes. Like, if you were a funny person, this would be funny, but you're not, so it's evil, but it could be so funny. It's yeah. like an Andy Kaufman-level bit yeah. where it's, like, if you were secretly a performance artist, this would be amazing. That's what the last, I feel like, five to ten years has been where I'm, like, Am I taking fucking crazy pills 24 hours a day? Yeah. Am I, see are you all seeing but this? But we have crossed over to the point where it's like, actually, this wouldn't be funny anymore. So can we stop? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to go back to the, I want to go back to being ignorant. I want to go back yeah, to, know. The, to Clinton playing the saxophone and all of us <laughs> not knowing anything about what was actually I happening. I know, I know. Um, well, we should, <laughs> you want to you go a little lighter? <laughs> Let's go light. Let's take it light. Why not? Let's soothe everyone's consciousness. Joffer, some... you have a bone to pick, pun yes. intended. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Get it, bone? So here's what here's how I was going to introduce this, is with a, a story. When I was uh, younger in Houston, I went home with a lady, a mm. uh, white lady, mm -hmm. and okay. uh her uh, her dog and comes that I'm out. Not okay. <laughs> her her dog comes out and stuff, and she's like, "Oh, don't you just love dogs?" And I said, "I like dogs." And she goes, "Wrong answer." <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, too. Yeah. Like she has a ruined gun. the vibe. <laughs> yeah. She was like, "I can never date this guy because he doesn't." I mean, there's a movie called Must Lo Love yes, Dogs. But that's, yeah. about, like, like, that's like a roommate thing, yeah, you yeah. know? Must love dogs, yeah. but. Yeah. Uh, that so yeah, that was what I was gonna bring up is that my distaste for dog culture. Yes, I like dogs. Well, now I have a dog. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Gracie, yeah. Kelly's Who's dog. Who's a great dog. Who, yeah. Oh, yeah. So now I could say I love dogs. Before I never had a dog. Yeah. So I didn't yeah. know what it really was like to bond with a dog. Yeah. So that was me being honest that I like dogs. Yeah. But I'm not like a dog. I was expressing to her that I'm not like a dog person like you are. It's not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> What's wrong with it is that I also have to be a dog person like yeah. you are. Yeah. It's similar to when people have kids and they're like, don't you want to hang out with my kid? And I'm like, I'm not a Ugh. kid guy. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to talk to them. And I imagine it's the same thing. If you've never had a dog, it's like, I actually don't know how to interact with this thing the way that you do. Yeah. And, I, I would feel a little uncomfortable. Like, no, dude, but Joffrey's so right as a sing when like being single in the city, I've had several interactions with women who like when we were about to start hooking up or whatever, nice. the dog nice. is just fucking so right disruptive yes. and like yeah. in the bed in the room and yeah. they won't just, like yeah. just lock this fucking thing in a closet yeah. for like 25 minutes Clip we're that. just in My the hallway yeah. outside you know yeah. but you have to wave no. at the dog while there, you're there, was, well, a, well, there was a girl I was with days, once buddy. <laughs> one thing I will say about the dog is you can use it to your advantage if you don't like someone like one time I hooked up with a guy and we were both just like this isn't anything going anywhere yeah. but no one had the balls to say it yeah. and I was in his bed and the dog clearly wanted to sleep on the bed but there wasn't enough room for all three of us nice. so I was like well I don't want to take his spot yeah. and then I went home <laughs> you can use the dog to your advantage huh. if, Dude, you, if you act like it's about the dog but yeah. there was this one time this girl had uh, a dog that was like teething and I was like, yeah. I was taking my clothes off and yeah. I had my, my like sock. I was wearing like dress socks. Oh, and I thought I, this was going to be about your penis. Yeah. <laughs> no, but she was, the fucking dog was like, like biting my ankles. Yeah. And I was just, she was just like, oh yeah, sorry. He's teething. I was like, my finger is in you. Yeah. Like, can you get this dog out of here for yeah. five seconds? Like, like it's 10 minutes. Can we put the dog somewhere else? Yeah. No, yeah. No, no. How dare you? No. Fuck you. Leave. What do you but... hate animals? Exactly. Well, that's the thing. Like I'm an animal person. Like I grew up with animals, I love Same. animals. Like if it, when you say like the dog is teething, if I know a puppy is teething, I'm putting my hand in its mouth. Like I'm like I get this, I love this. But the problem I have with women, like the one you're describing, is they have no sympathy for the fact that some people are fucking afraid of dogs. Yes, yeah. yes. And I was never afraid of dogs until I moved to New York. And I the sidewalks here are so narrow that you have to walk by very closely. I'm not afraid of dogs. I'm afraid of people who don't train their fucking dog. Yeah, because I've seen dogs in New York just fucking snap at Freak somebody out, for yeah. no reason and the person walking them has no idea what to do yeah. and it's like this is there are dogs that are weapons Yeah, yeah. there are dogs that are loaded fucking guns yeah. if this yeah. thing decides to kill you there's no getting it off of you yeah and so y'all understand like it's not anything against dogs it's the dog culture and you, yeah. know, you said women we have been talking about women I, obviously it's not exclusively women but it is generally like a lot of white women yeah. you oh, know yeah. and so many times <laughs> in my life I have been chastised yep. for not that I'm against dogs that I just don't love dogs yeah. enough yeah. which is like such a requirement you don't want to put demand. it in a sweater yeah yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Like, I was um, at a woman's house once and her dog was big dog was yeah. all over me like, oh, I was yes. sitting in a chair yeah. and like his paws were on my shoulders and I love that I'm like into that but we were talking about this guy we both know that she had hooked up with and she was like yeah I didn't see him again because he hated my dog and I was like but that's kind of fair. Yeah. Like I love this because I love these animals and I want I want this from him. But if I didn't and I and I knew the guy we were talking about had never had a dog. So I was like, I understand this being a fucking scary situation. This dog's jaw is the size of my face. Yeah. Like that is yeah. a such a terrifying position to be in if you don't know what to do. I had yeah. the I heard the best. This is kind of like the reverse. I heard the best dog manipulation of all time. And I thought it was so funny. Comedian Ross Parsons has a joke about this is he used to share a dog with an ex mm -hmm. and they broke up. And then a few years later, the dog fell into ill health and was like dying. Oh, I know this. Yeah. And the lady like messaged Ross to be like, our dog is dying. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. And was like comforting this lady. And she used it as a way to like get him to come over and fuck her. Like, Amazing. Like when come over to like see the dog. And then she kind of started to lay down the mood. And he's like, I'm watching this dog like dying in the corner oh while I'm fucking this lady. Crazy. And I'm like, that is a one crazy dog yeah. lady shit right yeah. now. And like, I'm gonna use the death of this dog to get dick down. 
icon. I also, I hate when people use their dog as an excuse to like not show up somewhere. Yeah. Like if you ask someone to be somewhere at a certain, and I know I was late today, but I don't have a dog. It was just my stupid self. <laughs> but like if you ask someone to be somewhere at a certain time, they're like, oh, sorry, I was late. I had to walk the dog. And it's like, yeah, but today wasn't the first day you ever had to yeah. walk the yeah. dog. Like yeah. that should be a part of your fucking schedule. Or like the same thing that I did when it happens to me, when a guy's like, well, I got to walk the dog, so I guess I'll walk you to the train. It's like, okay, you could have just Damn. asked me to leave like an adult. Yeah. I got to walk the dog and you. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> You ever been walked like a dog? Gotta walk the dog and the cat. Of course I've been walked like a dog. (laughs) I had a guy ask me if he could walk me like a dog. And I was like, do I have to like pretend to be the dog? I didn't bark if you're asking And he wanted me me to bark and like drink from a bowl. And I was like, that's just too corny. It's too improv. I'm not. That's too like, that's way too theatrical for me to get into. Well, there's also something about in, again, we're talking predominantly about white women here is, um, the empathy for animals and then at the same time the zero empathy for human beings is such a weird like cognitive dissonance that you witness like white women will go out for their dogs they will shell out crazy amounts of money they got outfits for them they'll sign petitions about how pit bulls should live in their building which I agree with yes but But then that's the that's where you're gonna stop that's their that's the extent of their political activation yes Yes. Yes. pit bulls that's like the the TV show community there's like a great moment where the white woman in the group is like I can excuse racism but I draw the line at animal cruelty and the black lady in the group goes you can excuse (laughs) racism (laughs) But there's like yeah. there's so many people that are like they wouldn't those actual words aren't in their head, but yeah. that is how yeah. they're living. That's how their they life. operate. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm I worked in like animal cruelty. I volunteered at a shelter. I'm again. I'm for like, a second. I thought you meant you worked in like <laughs> like the fur yeah. trade. Yeah. <laughs> like you worked in the fur trade. You were like I was in. I was animal cruel. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wore fur. You know, I contained multitudes. Again, you never <laughs> you never know where I land. Yeah. Um, you did used to wear a lot of fur. Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. I I I had a good old. I had Thrifted the old fur. I think is okay. Keep going. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's where, my stance. That's where I landed. Um, so I absolutely agree with this. And I also think like a lot of these awful things kind of have similar roots. You know what I mean? Animal cruelty is like this authoritarian, like treating a, a living being like it doesn't matter. Yeah. It is a similar mindset, but you can't conceive that like treating a human being poorly is yeah. I will say I think you can tell a lot about someone by the way they treat animals. Like yeah, there's a sure. there's a difference between like what you're describing which is like I just don't want this thing on top of me versus someone who's mean to animals. Yeah. That's someone who sees something that's weaker than them and knows that they can take advantage of it. Like I was walking down the street the other day and there was a couple in front of me with a dog, like an adorable, you know those golden retrievers that are like all white, like they're not even golden yeah. and they're like they just look happy to be alive mm-hmm. and they're like walking around like the world is my fucking oyster, you know, like they had one of those dogs and it just went to sniff something and the woman hit the shit out of Whoa. it. Yeah, it scares me and so much. And my first instinct was to say something because I'm like a loudmouth broad who when I see something bad happen wants to yell about it. Mm-hmm. But she was also walking with a big guy and I was like, these people are obviously not living within the rules of society. Yeah. So there's nothing stopping this guy from decking me in the face yeah. for yeah. saying something. Yeah. Like if you're going to hit this adorable dog that hard, yeah. how are you going to treat a bitchy white lady? Yeah. yeah. That you woman know? is emotionally capable of murder. Probably. Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. If you can look an innocent thing in the face and slap it, yeah. you're yeah. capable of ungodly things. Yeah. And which I want to say that like I do again now that I actually I'm experiencing having my own dog and yeah. like I love the dog but that has it so I I love Gracie and I also now love dogs overall more now that I'm like more comfortable right. I yeah. understand yeah. but yeah it, it didn't resolve me of this beef that I have with the the culture of and I also think like another part that people don't realize about this like obsessive dog culture is sort of the privilege that comes with that culture because like my, you know, I grew up in a Pakistani household and my mom, you know, we never had a dog. Um, The dog, the dog culture over there is different in that there's not like this expectation. There's not like this uh, moralization around, um, you know, because there's like, there's like packs of stray dogs everywhere. Over here, people are like, oh my God, stray dog. Yeah. Pakistan, Karachi, there's fucking packs of stray right. dogs. There's stray people around, you yeah, know? Right. So it's like a little, it's, it's, but uh, over here, you know, everything is 
more obviously we still have a big problem with the unhoused, but like more or less, de- generally it's better th- compared to the poverty. Right. In, yeah. And so I think like you get to this level where things are fine, people are taken care of, then this sort of like defensiveness about dogs comes in, yeah, yeah. which other cultures like literally can't relate to. Yeah. Like you, if, if, doesn't even so my my uncles in Pakistan, like someone would see like the way people are obsessive about dogs, it would make them laugh. They're like, yeah. what are you doing right now? You're getting a surgery for your dog. Right. You're spending yeah. this much money on your dog. I I get it. Now you love it. And but like it an, comes from a privileged place. Yeah, oh, like you expect your friends to donate money for your cat's surgery when there yes. are people who don't have food. Yeah. Like and I and I if I had a cat would ask my friends for money for of course for I my totally cat get surgery. it I yeah. totally get it but it's like you do have to recognize the insanity the in, of like, it yeah. and and how that can feel insane to somebody else. There's also the like um, the people who are so will will disregard an entire culture because they've heard that that culture eats dog yeah and it's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dogs dog, are very dog divisive. means something yeah. different to them exactly. than it does to you. Yeah. We eat pigs. We eat cows. Yeah. We eat cows, which yeah. are sacred animals to some people. Yeah. We eat them all the time. Yeah. We eat octopus. There are people who eat horses. Yeah. I've been uh, friends yeah. with horses. Yeah. Like, I, but I'm like, I'm not going to. friends. Hey, horses are good relax. Relax. <laughs> relax. I've never. Look at me. Mike, look at me. I've never fucked a horse. <laughs> um, That's not what she told me. No, I just. We just go to second base. Um <laughs> But it's like, yeah, I mean, I think I, I think my point was made. I don't oh. have to keep talking. <laughs> there is there is also something that people do with animals that mentally ill people do with animals, which is oh, very yeah. interesting. And we kind of talked about it on the last show, um, like when someone has a, a, a very deep mental illness, they will have a kid and then that kid will become their like codependent, like yeah. their support system through mm-hmm. life. Yeah. This kid is like born into a position they didn't ask yep. to be put in and will be forever fucked up without even like a chance of having a normal relationship with other people. People, mentally ill people and their pets, that pet is what's tethering this yeah. person to yeah. reality. And And we've known people who do this and don't, have the because they're mentally ill they don't have the ability and I'm not talking about money they don't have the ability to take care of the pet the right way yes like if you're so depressed that you can't clean your room that means you're not going to clean up your dog's shit when he shits on the floor yeah that means that one day you might not get out of bed and feed your dog and like it's it you have to cross that bridge before you can bring the dog in to make your life better yeah like you have to be able to care for it I do see I think yeah, that's no, how I, I feel. Agree. Yeah, no, that's how I feel. I, yeah. been, that I learned recently. It's crazy to me, and I, I mean, I only recently learned this of like when I am like really depressed and sad. Gracie comes, and she's yeah. also like she matches the Isn't energy. It, crazy? it yeah. is crazy. It is it crazy. I had a dog when I was in high school that was like my best friend, and I would, if I was crying, he would lay on my chest and stare at me. Yeah, and it does help. Yeah, like I I went through a terrible breakup with an abusive person, and I was devastated, and I felt like my world had ended. And I remember looking at my dog and being like, "Oh, you're still here." Yeah, you know, like that is something. Yeah, there no, is it's something amazing. to that. Yeah, my mom when my mom had cancer treatment, um, our cat at the time, my mom had ovarian cancer. The cat would sit directly on where she was like getting radiation. There are people who wow. found out they have cancer because of their pet pets. Yeah, no, they wow. are like our they are like our beasts who like we walk through life with them. So I completely understand having yeah. the emotional attachment to them because there and is. If a you don't love my dog, I will fucking kill I'll you. Fucking I will kill fucking you. kill you. I will if someone doesn't love your dog, they yeah. do deserve to. No. Know. Gracie is. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with her. Yeah, she she's is, a perfect she angel. Is a perfect angel. And if somebody looked at her and was like, "I don't like that," I'd be like, "Well, you're a serial killer. Yeah. That's insane." If the rest of the world was a little bit more like Gracie, <laughs> yes. 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 better world yeah. right now. I do. I do look at like I'm thinking of one person in particular. A person who is um constantly a victim of things um and this person has been victimized in a lot of way but i think their victimhood has launched them into a cycle of like continuous victimhood and i really like this person is like trying to dig themselves out and i'm i i like this person a lot i think they're smart but i also think that they're caught in these cycles and maybe not quite understanding like how they keep getting caught and this person makes paragraph long posts about the dog And I kind of am like, when I, if you were, I always think about like, if I was a younger person and I saw myself at that state, like posting paragraphs about my dog, I think I would go like, what happened? You know what I mean? Like, I'd be like, how did this get 
secure yeah. with me in this like very, again, hugely public social like commentary about your animal where it's like, are people seeing this and being like, are you okay? Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like when I see that, I'm like, are, is she okay? Yeah. yeah. There's also, I, this is a back to what we were talking about before, but I just thought of this. The people who are like, I, I, can I can excuse racism, but I draw a line at and those kind of people are also the people who will see an unhoused person with a dog and they're like, How dare you have a dog? And it's yeah. like, what if we went one step further and we're like, <laughs> How dare we live in a society where you and your dog are on the yeah. street? Yeah. You know? How how they look at the dog, they're like, What what, what kind of society are we in where that dog doesn't have a house to sleep <laughs> yeah. in? Night? Where that dog doesn't have Purina puppy chat. That is what they're saying. And yeah. it's like the person's hungry. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's hungry yeah. in this situation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there is... Uh, actually, I, I am currently engaged to a man. The butterfly effect of this is that uh, my fiancé went on of several dates with another comedian, a prominent comedian who was mm -hmm. like a writer for a very big show. Okay, And okay. they, yeah, I know, I'm a little jealous. And the fork in the road for them was that he didn't like her dog. Wow. And she like dumped him for this. And I just want to be like, thank you for being crazy <laughs> enough to do that. Yeah. Because I have a beautiful, stable and relationship. And you stayed even though he has a mean cat. He's the meanest cat. I am being to victimized. You. Okay. To you. Fuck you. The cat's nice to me. I'm not even yeah. getting into this with you. This is a triggering This is the pod conversation. Yeah, okay. This, this is where I draw hey, the, the line. the cat's nice to me, but I don't fuck its daddy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's like yeah. it's like somebody being mean to their stepmom, but being fine with their dad's friends. hundred like, percent. The cat charges me, and I have to it's like crazy. hold the, the water cat, bottle. The, the way the, the cat treats you is crazy. <laughs> I'm being terrorized by this animal. But and I like, also think like there's something to that. Like if you're gonna break up with someone because they don't like your dog enough, consider the fact that maybe you don't like them enough. Well, yeah. I think that's what was what was going on there. But she did frame it that he was like sociopathic because of that. Hilarious. Like that yeah. was what she was saying. She said, my God, I love Brooklyn. My therapist said, <laughs> here we go, <laughs> that I cannot date men who don't like dogs because I am drawn to sociopaths. And I'm like, that, that's, crazy. that's such a sentence that if like, it's similar to like explaining to people in, in other countries, like the hysteria of a dog surgery, yeah. trying to explain to like a, 50, a woman from the 50s being like, women have gone so far that they're like, this other person said that because you don't relate to animals, you're a bad person. Like, yeah. how the fuck did we get there? Love it. Yeah, it's yeah. also like, imagine saying that to someone who grew up in a world where nobody around them could afford to have a dog. Yeah. And now they're afraid of them. Yeah. And you're like, you don't like this dog, so you're a sociopath. And it's like, actually, this person's life was just different than yours. Yeah. 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 That's like, that's all it is. Yeah. Their life yeah. was different than yours. I'm sure there are some sociopaths who don't care for dogs. Yeah. I'm sure that's true. But that it's like, you know, every square is a rectangle, but not every rectangle is a square. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. No, my fi fiance got attacked by a dog. That's why he's scared of dogs. Yeah. Damn. That's it. But thank you for letting him loose, you crazy broad. Well, let's take a break and then we'll we'll come back and we'll wrap this Andrew bad got boy this up. close to saying the name. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you guys off air. Let's take a break and we'll come back and name names. Yes. <laughs> Who let the dogs out? <laughs> Who let the dogs out? That's a song about ugly women be having the audacity to be at the club. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> did you know that? Did you I, know that's what that song is I about? Is it really? Is. Yeah. yeah. And oh, my question to you is: that's hilarious. Who let the dogs in? Oh, there, there you go. This is yeah. the philosophy yeah. podcast over here. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, wow, so talented. I know. So multidimensional. Quadruple threat. Um, thank you so much. I'm just here to be complimented. Um, we do. We have a final respectfully segment. Joffer brought this to the table, and this is one where you guys are gonna attack a thing, and I'm the thing. Yeah, Joffer, yeah. do you want to start? And then yeah. we'll. Yeah. So we'll start specific, I guess. Right? Like yeah. when you when when the when the train uh, is like. Somewhat, there's some people in there, right? Yeah, not and fully so, crowded. Yeah, but, but there's a little, there's room to move around. And so the, the doors open, and there's a bunch of people in the front by the doors. And what you should do is move to the middle for the new people to come in. Yes. Now there's space, but they don't do that. They don't think to do that. So you have to walk around them. Yes. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, to get to the middle instead of just doing the thing. And that, yeah, that bothers me. Yeah. Well, no, I, I agree. I'm not this person. I hate. 
hate that. I hate that. And I, I think the thing that bugs me about that is I, a thing that bothers me generally is when people are entitled to space yeah. at yeah. all. Because I feel like my whole life I've made myself very small. Yeah. And I've always been... I've always felt rude for having to walk by somebody yeah. or having to take up any space at all. I'm always like hugging sorry, a sorry, wall sorry. so that people can walk by me. So when somebody is just like the, the, all of this space is mine and it yeah. belongs to me, it makes me fucking yeah. crazy. How dare you? Yeah. I actually, because I'm, I'm, I'm the tallest person on this podcast um, and in this room. Uh, yeah. So I can, Fuck uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah kind of mean, but okay. Yeah. Well, uh, but I'm I I'm also a woman, so I think people don't think I will do this. I body check people who do the door thing. Whoa. I like walk through them because here's my thing: you know that's rude. Like yeah. everyone's mad at that. There's no way that you live in New York. Maybe tourists don't know that's rude, but you know that standing directly in front of the door is yeah. crazy. Yeah, even if you've never been on a subway before, you still know what a door is. Yes, yes. I do. I don't even because I, I had this thought. I was new to New York, and I had that thought, and yeah. I also had the thought like, oh, it's not even a tourist thing. Like, no, I'm new here. And you and know, I, you know innately because yeah. you would never stand right in front of like a door to a grocery store. Exactly. And here's the thing: when I body check these people, I'm talking like I push them. That's so cool. No one has ever clapped back at me. Yeah. Because they fucking know, and yeah. I'm like, what? What are you gonna fucking say? Well, it's also I'm pushing someone in public, so they're like this lady's this is a crazy, crazy person. Enough, yeah. yeah. But I can't. Also, when when. The people don't let the others come out before yeah. they go in. They make a damn announcement. I know. Listen I know. to the announcement. It's, it's a sensible announcement. Then, by the way, did you guys know that the male voice on the train announcements is a trans woman? Wow, no. isn't that fun? That's she nice. came out and was like, "Just so you know, you're listening to a trans woman every day." And I was like, "Man, you're cool. I oh, like that. that. Cool. That's isn't nice. that fun? See, yeah. New York City is the coolest. I know. It's yeah. so cool. It's so cool." Except the for motherfuckers stand, stand in the doorway. <laughs> the stand clear of the closing doors voice. Yeah. That's a lady. Wow. wow. Yeah. Well, awesome. as I, I honor that lady by when people come yes. out without wedding, or sorry, people try to go in without. For the people. trans community. Yeah, yeah I, I was say, I, it, is, trans it is transphobic. Ally. It is transphobic of you not to listen to <laughs> yeah, the train voice. Yeah. I I will I will push those people too when I get into the train. Like I will bowl through yeah. them uh, as like retribution for their behavior. And also another thing about the the people who think they should take up a lot of space is that I now that I've had a lot more like autistic people in my life, autistic people fucking hate when you touch them in public. Yeah. And like it causes them And all there are all kinds of reasons people For hate sure, that. but like specifically that is like so difficult for them to handle. So if you're in New York City, you're dealing with be being like so scared of people being in your space yeah. all the time. And it's just like, and you're just going to fight nothing to see here. No one here has anything mm -hmm. that I need to worry about. Just shoulder checking. Yeah, I remember I listened to some interview once where somebody asked a Hasidic woman, like, what happens if you're on the train and a man who you don't, who isn't, who you're not married to, who isn't related to you touches you? And she was like, yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Like, it is a problem for me. Yeah. But I also have to take the train. Yeah. And sometimes the train is crowded. So, like, that's just what happens. Now, here is where I'm the bad guy a little bit. Because Joffrey was talking about spatial awareness astronauts, which is people who are not good at like sidewalk rules mm. yeah. or they stop suddenly when like they see something on their phone. That's when I want to body check someone. I know. I know. They, and they stop in front of you. Like, what are you doing? I, I try not to do this, but I never know where I am. I cannot yeah. stress enough how much I can't navigate through space. There's something in my It's a, it's a natural thing. Because Kelly's like that. I've noticed that about Kelly. Like, when me and Kelly were out, I'm constantly, like, yanking her. Yeah, I was just like, gonna I'm constantly say, grabbing her and pulling her out of other people's way. Yeah, I was just Because I can say, tell she doesn't realize she's in people's I've way. I've never thought of you about, thought of this about you before, but I do know that I am doing this Everyone to in my life is yes. doing this to me a yeah. lot. And I think the reason why you can know that it's not out of malice is because I am a considerate person in every other place yes. in my life. So I'm really not. But I like. But this is the same thing as being like, well, people know who I am. Right. People know what kind of guy I am. And it's like, <laughs> actually, the person on the sidewalk behind you does not. I know. And I have to. You're a good person. You're just a little libtarded in this one <laughs> I way. Am, I am a little directionally libtarded. <laughs> I, uh, it's so bad that I've lived in New York for 17 years and I get lost 
all the time. Yeah. I also don't, I can't keep time well. Like there's some. Well, I'm similar to that too, but I think the thing that saves me is I'm embarrassed to be lost. Yeah. So I will walk to like a place where there isn't a lot of people to look at the map on my phone. Yeah. Because I don't want everyone else to see me doing that. I also feel like if people see me looking at the map on my phone, they're going to be like, she doesn't know where she is. We can take advantage of her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? So I'm always like secretly, I'm like pulling over to the side so that I can secretly look at my phone. Yes. I get so that nobody knows that I don't know where the fuck I am. Yeah, you ever have the voice direction come out of your phone yeah, loudly? Yeah, And you're embarrassed people getting here. Oh, this motherfucker doesn't know where he's going. Yeah, yeah, totally. I feel like I'm, maybe this is also big guy privilege of me, is that I am so large, especially again for a woman. I also have black hair. I'm always wearing like crazy clothes where people are like, whatever that is, we're just going to. Let Walk that, around. We're just it. gonna let that yeah. thing exist because people don't bother. I think I appear yeah. so odd sometimes that people don't really bother. Andrew me. wears these glasses like every day. Yeah. This is not yeah. for uh, <laughs> most of most of the things that we're wearing are things that we just own. Yes. Mostly Andrea. Yeah, yeah. I know. I'm a weird. I'm an oddball person naturally, so people kind of just leave me be. Um, but I don't. I'm not meaning. I can't believe I bike around and I don't die. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, but it. I'm. I don't mean to do it. I'm. I'm in the grocery store wandering around. I also get lost in thoughts, which I think we all do, but I also get lost in like music. Yeah. And I'm having like an emotional rapture and people are like, yeah. I'm trying. And now it's everybody else's problem. Now it's everybody else's problem. <laughs> yeah. And I do. I, yeah, so I know. It is, it is one of the, I am guilty of this for yeah. sure. Well, so we do sorry. have to wrap this thing up, but I think you learned something about yourself today, and that's big. Yeah. yeah. Which I don't think you're going to do anything about it, but it's good to know. <laughs> yeah. You 5'11 main character ass in everyone else's way I in know. New York City. I know. I love when you see a, a person in New York just having their main character moment, and then somebody's like, excuse me. Yes. And you're like, yes. yeah, get him. <laughs> Oh, it's good. I'm so sorry for everybody. I'm so sorry. I'm not going to change in any way. I've learned nothing. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, this podcast isn't about learning. It's about talking. Yeah. <laughs> Joffer, when, where can the people find you and follow you? Uh, I guess TikTok and Instagram, Joffer Khan, J-A-F-F-E-R-K-H-A-N. Joffer right. is one of my favorite social media people. And if you are someone yeah. who's interested in learning about politics and the what's happening in the world, Joffer is a great follow. He's both funny and, you know, Informative. understands everything that oh, he's talking about. And yeah. empathetic. Also, and if a you're, virtue signaling bitch. Yeah, that's a, me. a total yeah. door. Yeah. <laughs> also, if you're someone like me who can't put their phone down for five fucking minutes, at least if you watch one of Joffer's videos, you feel like you're learning something. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. You could be watching this lady talk shit on her husband, or you could watch Joffer say something important. Yeah. <laughs> we love that. Uh, Lizzie, nice. where can they find you? Follow you. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Lizzie Cassidy, Lizzie with a Y, and listen to my other podcast, Close Calls. It's a comedy podcast about near death experiences. Love Close Calls. Follow me at Andrea Comedy sixty nine. See my main character ass bopping around all over the internet. I'm on Instagram. I'm on TikTok. Also. People have been su subscribing to our YouTube and Keep it, doing that. it fucking warms my heart. Every time I see someone subscribe, it just makes me feel so loved and seen. So please subscribe to the YouTube because number one, we got great outfits. And number two, it helps the pod. It's free. And, uh, you know, write us a review. Everything you do, we see, and it really makes a difference to yeah. us. And that's all at Respectfully Pod. You'll see. It's in the It's in the bio. It's in the bio. Just search Respectfully Podcast on YouTube and it'll come up. All right. See you later. Thanks for having me.